Hello everyone, this is Father Michael. Praise be Jesus Christ. I'd like to read to you scripture from Matthew chapter 19, verse 12. For there are eunuchs who were born that way. There are eunuchs who have been made eunuchs by others. And there are those who choose to live like eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. The one who can accept this should accept it. My brothers and sisters, I'd like to reflect a moment with you on this mysterious flame. A flame that is associated with this third type of eunuch. It says, there are those who choose to live like eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. The one who can accept this should accept it. So there are eunuchs that are born that way, meaning someone that's incapable of marriage from birth for whatever reason. There are those who are made eunuchs by others, meaning someone who perhaps was born and brought up in a family that was very abusive or neglectful and psychologically emotionally, they're just not capable of marriage. Um, And then there are those who, like myself as a priest, a religious sister or a brother, I'm a nun, a monk, who live like eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. So... Jesus is saying there is a value attached to those who choose to live like eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven, meaning those who choose not to marry. Why? For the sake of the kingdom of heaven. That means there must be a need for people to not marry freely. You know, no one's forced to not marry, but this is a free choice. I, as a priest in the Roman Catholic Church, the Roman Rite, choose not to marry No one's forcing me. I choose freely not to marry. A religious sister, religious brother freely chooses not to marry. Why? For the sake of the kingdom of heaven. And those who can accept this should accept it. So what's the Lord trying to say here? Well, as I was praying on this scripture, I'd like you to think about um, this unique flame. I'd like you to think that there's a mysterious flame which burns hidden within certain souls, namely the souls of holy religious brothers or sisters or the consecrated sisters or brothers, a monks or nuns, or a holy priest of Jesus Christ or in the bishops of the church um, who choose to live like eunuchs, meaning give up the great and amazing good of marriage for the sake of the kingdom of God. And have you ever met a religious sister that's been a cloistered or contemplative nun? or a religious brother, or a holy priest, or a bishop, and have you then sensed this unique, mysterious flame that burns in them? Can you sense its unique warmth and brilliance that it gives to the world that has been grasped by the demon of lust, the world who misuses and abuses the gift and holiness of sexuality? See, There is a need more than ever for holy celibacy and virginity for the sake of the kingdom of God. And this is so confounding to those of this world, those that are in the world and also of the world. See, we're in the world, but we're not called to be of the world. So Jesus says there is a place for those like myself who choose celibacy for the sake of the kingdom or for religious sisters like Mother Teresa, for example. Um, So I'd like to invite you just to pause, to stop and behold. 
Our world is so far from just beholding and allowing the profound beauty of a virgin woman, a sister, a religious sister, or a man who's become a monk, um, or a priest, or a bishop. Behold the profound beauty and mystery of this unique flame in these very chosen souls. God has chosen them to carry this flame in the world. See, what does a flame do? It gives light and it warms. And so God's trying to say, if you don't understand why priests or nuns don't marry, then you really don't understand why you do marry. Because, see, a priest is married in a heavenly sense. You know, a priest does marry the church. A religious sister does marry Christ. Like, sisters are married. Uh, Priests are married. But we don't marry in an earthly sense. And so it's very important to understand that, you know, marriage on earth, as the Lord says, you know, when you die, you will not be given in marriage or taken in marriage. In heaven, there is no longer marriage as we know it on earth. You know, there's the marriage of the Lamb, meaning Jesus the bridegroom and the church is the bride. So all that is masculine and all that is feminine is wrapped in Christ who is all in all. And so it's a great mystery that we're talking about. And so marriage on earth in an earthly sense is a sign that points to something far greater than itself, namely the marriage between Christ and the church. And see, that's why, you know, people getting married, they don't understand their marriage if they don't understand what the purpose of their marriage is, which is to to reveal, to be an icon on earth, if you will, a window into the eternal. And so when a man configures himself to Christ and the woman experiences being like the church, the more that man and woman are like Christ in the church, the more they fulfill and live out and realize the full potential of their marriage. So I'd like to invite you to give pause and behold this unique profound beauty, this mysterious flame which these celibate or virginal souls carry within them. It's not a flame that's meant to sadden or discourage those who do not carry it. It's a flame which is carried for all. Why? Because we are all one body. It's a flame which continues to burn through the offering of the bodies of these religious sisters and brothers and priests. Bodies that are offered as a living sacrifice. See, if you give up something like sin, you're not really sacrificing because we're not supposed to sin. When you give up a good, like food, that's a sacrifice. You give up a a time um, and you serve, that's a sacrifice. You give up um, sex in a a genital sense, that's a sacrifice because it's a very good, right? It's a good. And so this flame which burns in the spirit realm, the spirit world, demons are terrified of this flame that's burning in the priests and holy consecrated sisters and brothers, a flame that is inviting every human heart to consider the eternal, not to just get stuck in the temporal and in bondage to the world's ways, the flesh and the devil, the again, the fires of the lust and the flesh that burn, a flame that calls the worldly ways into question, a flame that calls the ways the world think into question and to wonder, 
a flame which those who truly believe will understand, a flame which burns between Christ and his bridegroom, the church. This is a virginal love between Christ and the church, just like the love between St. Joseph and the Blessed Mother. It was the most fruitful love, a chaste and celibate love, a love that gave birth to the eternal Son of God. So this eternal fire that burns within these priests or religious sisters and brothers um, who embrace this mystery, it's a flame that burns brightly and it calls us again into the world. It's the flame that drove uh, Jesus into the desert. It's the flame that, that, that drove the Blessed Mother into her mission in St. Joseph, Mother Teresa, John Paul II, Maximilian Kolbe. It's a flame that God has called certain souls to carry so as to bring healing, purification to those who have given themselves to addictions of the sexual pleasures. This flame doesn't determine the priesthood, but it is because there are priests who are not of the Roman rite who can marry. That's nothing you know, wrong with that, but there's a unique call God has given as we read in Matthew in the beginning you know some are called to live like eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven those who can accept this should accept it okay so in today's world again wrapped in addiction to sexual pleasure this is a heroic flame in fact it's a flame that uh some don't, be, don't some don't even believe in it or indeed it's even possible and it's not even something that is, is able to be grasped fully with just mere human understanding. It's a flame that only love understands. It's a flame that's undivided. It's a flame which, again, few are called to carry. And some try to even extinguish this flame, making excuses or saying things like, you know, marriage is such a good thing. Sex is a good thing. You know, priests should be allowed to get married. Uh, you know, why... This isn't uh, uh, some uh, making thing up of the Catholic Church. Um, But see, that's because those souls are thinking like the world thinks. God has called certain souls to carry this flame, and you're not going to understand it if you just rely on your human understanding. And the reason the church invites these souls, and the Lord invites these souls to carry this holy and chaste and virginal flame isn't to say, sex is bad or marriage is bad. It's precisely the opposite. Again, the reason is for the sake of the kingdom. And those who've given up and sacrificed the beauty of glory of earthly marriage, family, and sex, it's for the sake of the kingdom. Not because, again, these things are bad, but because these things are so, so good. It's only when the flame of virginity and celibacy burn that marriage, family, and sexuality can be what God designed it to be. The flame which burns in the holy priest, again in the monks, the nuns, it complements and feeds the flame which burns in those who are in an earthly marriage and family. And again, the devil despises, hates, and terribly wants to extinguish, destroy, and desecrate this flame. And so my brothers and sisters, I want to invite you to consider the mystery you're a part of. Do not be afraid of the call to serve the living God. If you are called to be a priest, 
a religious sister, a religious brother, or perhaps a consecrated layperson, a single person who renews their devotion to the Lord and allow the Lord to light this unique flame in you, a flame again which terrifies the devil, a flame which invites men and women to consider their eternal destiny, not to get locked into this, just this world. And so I want to bless you as a father in the faith. I want to bless you. I want you to receive the blessing of Jesus Christ. I want you to appreciate with great reverence and respect and love those who've been called as priests or bishops or our pope or those who've been called as religious sisters or brothers or monks or nuns and to see in them an invitation to consider your eternal marriage with Christ in the church, within Christ in the church. And so, every time you're at Mass, you are at the wedding feast of the Lamb. You are being invited into the Holy of Holies, into the nuptial love between Christ and the church, Holy Communion. So may Almighty God bless you, and may these words penetrate deep into your soul, and may you be awakened to the gift of salvation in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Mary, spouse of the Holy Spirit, pray for us.